said, now don't be disobedient. Pay taxes to Caesar. Do the things you're supposed to do. Subject yourself to the higher power. But remember, they don't make the final call. You are a citizen. <laughs> Welcome to The Healing Touch with Bishop Ronald F. Kimball, presiding bishop of the Life Center Churches. You can find out more about Bishop Kimball and Life Center Church at www.thelifecenter.org. Now, here's Bishop Kimball with today's message. So there's two things that I want to stress today. There's two words, I would say, that we need to pay close attention to, and we have to think in line with this. We have to actually change the way we think. Two words. If the government commission you to go to one of these places that hate us, such as Iran, and say, I'm commissioning you and deputizing you to go to Iran to make peace, and what I want you to do is use any means necessary to get peace. Now remember, they are enemy, and they're going to hate you. They, 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 they may lock you up, they may beat you up, but you go into hostile territory. But I'm, I'm commissioning you. You're going to represent the United States government. Boy, that's, boy, okay. And when you get there, I want you to do everything you can do. Take whatever it is that they do to you. Whatever little food they give you. But I want you to make peace. Would you go? No. Let's be truthful. No. Well, I'm going to be staying wherever they tell you to stay. What about the food, whatever they give you? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to that. You're not going to that. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to words from my Bible of Jesus. Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be shrewd as serpents and innocent as doves. Huh. I'm sending you out as sheep, sheep, singular, among wolves. You ever seen a sheep surrounded by four wolves? These are the messages we preach and we teach from. I've said it before because I got marks there. I'm sending you out as sheep among wolves. Verse 17, beware of men. It's real quiet in here. Does anybody have a report back from their mission? What mission are you talking about? You mean you didn't go out? Beware of men. He began to talk about what you should be prepared to take. What your church should get you ready for. Sheep among wolves. 
beware of men, for they will hand you over to the courts and scourge you in their synagogue. Religious men. You will even be brought before governors and kings for my sake as a testimony to them and the Gentiles. I need a report. But when they hand you over, do not worry about how or what you are to say, for it will be given you in that hour what you are to say. Takes the Holy Spirit. For it is not you who speak, but it is the Spirit of your Father who speaks in you. This is the mission of the men and women of God who call themselves leaders in the church to get you ready to go out as sheep among wolves. You don't want that kind of church. Brother will betray brother to death. And the father's child and children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. This is Jesus' words. This is what we have to get ready for. Listen to what he say. You will be hated by all because of my name's sake. Why do we want to fall in love with somebody who's going to hate us? Not many days from now. Then Jesus said these words. But it is the one who has endured to the end who will be saved. And he's not talking about the end of time, the end of your life. Are you ready to die for Jesus? I guess it's, it's time for me to go to another church. You want my vision? This is my vision, to get people ready, to get sheep ready to stand before wolves and do it with such tenacity that they'll do it to the end of their life. And that's not easy to ask child to do, is it? That's not, that's not easy to do. Uh, um, are you ready? Are you ready? I see, I just thought by now everybody would be jumping and singing. Jumping and singing and hallelujah. I'm going to serve the Lord for Jesus, for Jesus. Most of the time we spend out there among the wolves, we spend for our own benefit. Our own benefit. I know how it is. You go to work early in the morning, 8, 9 o'clock. You come home 5 or 6 o'clock in the afternoon. That's all day. I'm away home all day for me for me and I'm here wondering God how do we change this what do we do give me a plan how do you stir up people to get back on your program I, I, I don't know how to do it but I have a vision for it. I have a vision for it. As sheep among wolves, it's what Jesus said. Why would he say something like that? Well, there's something else I want to mention to you about these sheep among wolves. And the two words I'm going to talk about, the first word is we have to quit 
calling ourselves members and call ourselves what the Bible calls us ambassadors. Well, what now? Uh, when, 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 when you say you're a member, you say you're part of an organization. This is basically in the terms that you talk about when we come to the church. I'm part of an organization such as I'm a member of this club, I'm a member of this fraternity or sorority, and there's nothing wrong with that. Don't misunderstand me. You are a member. You have privileges. You have rights. Okay, you could come to the meetings. I'm not a member, so I can't go because it's closed. Certain members of country clubs, you can go to the country club because you're a member. You got a card and you go in, you're part of the organization. When Christ calls us members, we are members of a body. Are you listening to me? We're members of what now? A body. We are members of his body, of his body, not a physical building, not some organization that we call the church. We have actually misunderstood member. And I, I, I want to look at member in relation to the other word we call citizen. See, I'm a citizen of the United States, not a member which gives me rights and privileges as a citizen. We have to change the way we think because you are an ambassador for Christ, which literally means you represent another government, you represent another country. Are, are you listening to me? The Bible has told us we were strangers here. We are strangers, we are pilgrims, we are foreigners, we are passing through here, but some have camped out here too long like this is your permanent residence. You are an ambassador for Christ. An ambassador is a person that the government has selected to represent it in another country. You are representing the government of another country. And where is that country? Paul tells you right there in Philippians 3.20, our citizenship where? Is in heaven. That's your native land. That's where you come from. Glory to God. The Bible says all of us come out of God. Listen to me. That's your native land. That's the government over this government. But while we're here, we got to think that way. Daniel was taken to Babylon. The Babylonians wanted to kill him, put him in the lion's den. But his government said no. His, his government said what? The Hebrew brothers was in Babylon, but... That wasn't the country they was from. And they threw them boys in the fire. But the government that they were under said what? No. Oh, no. No. Now, I don't know what church has brainwashed you into thinking you are under this government. Are you listening to it? And they're going to make the decision over your life. We better wake up, church. Your government, your government is in heaven. Let me read it to you. Let me read it to you. And you. You're watching it. You're listening to them. Everything they say. What did the king say that represents the country? That I, my native land. What did he say? Call upon me. And I'll answer you. And I'll show you great and mighty things. 
Do you not know when Paul was placed in prison when he was there in Ephesus and they put him in prison? They beat him and put him in prison. The next day, they found out he was a Roman citizen and they wanted to let him go. Tell, tell, tell them to go. Paul says, no, you tell them to come back. They locked us up. They're going to take us out. And the jailer was afraid because he had beat a Roman citizen and you can't beat it. Oh, Jesus, it got him in trouble. One of these days, the church is going to realize you don't deal with us any kind of way. You don't do it. You just don't do it. Do you not know when they had beat Paul? After he was given his defense, and he says, I'm a Roman citizen. And one of the guards said, well, I bought mine at a high price. Paul said, I was born a citizen. Are you listening to me? This man had dual citizenship. He was a Roman citizen, but then he said he was a Hebrew of the Hebrew. I, I don't know. I search, I search, I search. I don't know how you get two citizenships. I, I really don't. They say, well, it's dead. The scripture doesn't say that. That's all speculation. Paul was a Roman citizen, and he was a Hebrew of the Hebrew. Are you listening to me? And when he needed to get out of a tangle, all he did was called on his what? Roman citizenship. Now, when you walk out of here today, what citizen are you going to be? What government you going to be under? Y'all don't hear me. See, we got to quit calling ourselves what God never called us. We are citizens. Oh, let me read it to you. In Philippians, Paul says these words. He says, for our citizenship is in heaven. Well, from which also we eagerly wait for a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. While I'm waiting, who going to take care of me? I can't depend on this walk-sided government down here. These people can't even help themselves. Are you listening to me? For some strange reason, I think it must change. So that's why I asked the question, who are you anyway? What government are you under? Thank you for listening to today's broadcast. If you'd like this message in its entirety, contact us by phone at 407-628-3229, extension 114, or visit our online store at www.thelifecenter.org.